Fun time, but gets time. So it's not like I'm going to be going. We talk for fucking 45 minutes and then. All for, for nothing. Just talking. Well, I might make that noise. <clears throat> I need to start this fucking thing off, don't I? You sure do, Mr. Cobbley. <sighs> Let's have a podcast. Listen to a podcast. Here is a podcast. Listen to a podcast. Let's have a podcast. Listen to a podcast. Here is the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Cinnamon Lampshade! Thanks, Mr. Announcer Guy. Think you might need to go for a little bit of a lie down there. Guess he was just a little starstruck, ladies. But who could blame him for the presence of Cinnamon Lampshade? Stein was not a handsome fella Nobody ever called him out He had a long mustache to pull on It was yellow I don't believe he ever had a girl One thing he missed out In his theory Of time and space and Relativity is something that makes it very clear he, he was never gonna score like you and me He don't know about quark, straightness and charm Quark, straightness and charm Quark, straightness and charm Good evening, quack, podcasters, quack. or day, or whatever um, you are listening. <laughs> well, I've gone over the the things that, so just hold it further away. Good evening, podcasters. Yeah, that's fine. Right. <clears throat> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you just recorded a version of the intro where you were significantly more enthusiastic and you said you didn't like that. <laughs> well, that's because I don't like being too enthusiastic about things. All right, then. Carry on. Do you know what I mean? All right. Enthusiasm yeah. is is bad. I don't care what you mean. Carry on. Okay, right. Um, what was I saying? What was I saying? You said, good evening, podcasters, and right. that's as far as you got. That's pretty much all I want to say, really. Okay. I'll just kind of go. No. Okay, right. This is Matt and Cobbley's podcast, um, a podcast where we just, well, I don't know, we spent the last eight weeks arguing with each other, really. Yeah. But anyway, you were listening to um, Cinnamon Lampshade, who's uh, Matthew's favourite... Solo artist. Solo artist, yes. Uh, singing a version of Hawkwind's Quark, Strangers and Charm uh, to lead us into this podcast where we're going to try for a period of time to talk about science 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 um the, the the premise of the matt and cobbley's podcast if you've been fortunate enough never to listen to either of us talk before mm-hmm. is that we try to talk about things that we don't know anything about so that's that sums it up doesn't it yeah uh it's a premise that we have come to regret yes and lament and has been the cause of a lot of depression in both of us arguments yeah Self-harming. Yeah. yeah. Loss of friendship, mainly. Yes. yes. Yeah. And hope. 
There's no, there's no hope. Still, let's crack on. How you been, Cobbly? Yeah, I'm, you know, just the same. Just, that's just the same. Oh God, you're not having a breakdown as well, are you? No, I don't think so. No, okay. just, just the same. You know, you, you, you look outside and, and it's just the same, isn't it? Nothing, nothing changed. Nothing really changed. This is changes. heartbreaking. <laughs> it's, it's true though, isn't it? Nothing really it's changes. It's all gone to shit. Yeah. People talk to you, but then you forget about the conversations a couple of days after. So what, you know, what, why? What's the point? Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's how I am, Matt. Well, <laughs> I can just, I'm just envisaging someone listening to this going, right, I know, for, for whatever reason, they've decided to listen to Matt and Cobbley's podcast. <laughs> and then the first thing they hear is some of the two, a whining little shit going, oh, it's all the same. Don't call me a whiny little shit. I'm just stating, I'm just stating the things. I'm just stating how I'm feeling, Matt. All right, then. Just, can't, just dismiss me. You can. You should. You should. I, I grant you that you are allowed the full spectrum of emotions. Yes, of which I choose to only have one. Yeah. Indifference. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's the, that's the answer to, to, to your question. How, how are you? How's it going? I'm all right, I think. I think I've gone a bit nuts. Hmm? Well, the other day, right... I was at the train station and I was waiting around. What are you doing? You don't need to know why. Okay, I'm not right. telling you anyway. It doesn't matter. Right. And I thought to myself, you know, Matt. Hmm? I, could, I can probably guess. All oh, right, yeah. Well, enough said. Right. Sorry, go on. I thought to myself, and this, by the way, is a verbatim quotation from my mind. <laughs> Matt, you're not cool enough. You need to get yourself a bit more cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's... Now, I was delayed at a train station and uh, I thought I'd have a wander around the town. And as I was thinking this verbatim in my mind, I wandered past an e-fag shop. Right. There's electronic cigarettes. Yeah, that's right. fake ones. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought, bingo, I'm going to buy me an e-fag. And um, it's horrible, really. Was that? Yeah. What it does is it you sort of suck vapour into your uh, into your face. Yeah, I'm aware of that. The yeah. general concept this is this is science Matt isn't it it is science Realize, I was just asking you how you were and we're talking about science already well that's that's kind of my genius I think I managed to weave in stories from my life mm. into the general theme of the podcast I guess that's why people describe you as an intellectual it is why people mm. do do that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so but so, sorry so you were there with your electronic cigarette and yeah, it was, and it was, and um, you know, I'm starting to think it doesn't really make me look cool after all. Matt and Copley's podcast does not endorse the smoking of cigarettes, e or otherwise. Well, it should endorse real cigarettes. That that is cool. It is cool. You've seen those photos from the uh, from the fifties, haven't you? Yeah, the ones that say that cigarettes um, enhance your life. Just people like sitting around smoking, looking cool. They're quite funny, those adverts, aren't they? Yeah, and just photos in general. Yeah. There's one, I think, where there's a picture of a bloke, like a city bloke smoking, and it's just saying, like, um, doctors recommend. <laughs> I can't remember the brand, but I don't suppose it matters. Doctors recommend it, though. I reckon it was Silk Cut. Yeah. 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 Silk Cut. Doctors recommend it. This week's podcast is sponsored by Silk Cut. Well, it's not. I wish it was. <laughs> yeah, they're not allowed to sponsor things anymore, are they, um, cigarette companies? Are they they're not? Like, no, no. No, they're not allowed to do much because, you know, if anyone glances at an advert for a cigarette, you're obviously straight away you want to come choking. Yeah. Like a Jedi choking trick. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. run to the nearest uh, tobacconists and, and buy... As many cigarettes <laughs> just as you can find. <laughs> yeah. To go straight to a shop. Yeah, and well, I always was. That's yeah. yeah. That's led to a lot of later problems in your later life, hasn't it? Yes, that's why. Yeah, I think it's a shame though that. Uh, that's why I live in. That's why I live inside this iron lung now. 
giant island, <laughs> which is yeah. exactly what you're imagining, listeners. Yeah, he's just he's just trapped. He's encased inside a giant <laughs> replica of a human lung it's, made of iron. It's just a shame that you have to edit out the the horrible breathing sound that it makes every couple of seconds. But it's a tough editing job, is. but fortunately you do it. But anyway, it, I do think it's a shame. And I don't know if you agree with me here, Cubby, that um, cigarette companies aren't allowed to sponsor things anymore because I think it would be quite cool to mm. see football players having to wear those warnings of like... <laughs> yeah, like running around the pitch with like a... <laughs> a bloke with his throat open with a kind yeah. of speaking machine in it. Yeah, just like some rotten black lungs yeah. just on the back of a footballer. Yeah. I'd, I'd consider... <laughs> Consider watching a match then. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool Football Club severely reduces your sperm count. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably libelous. Shall we talk about something else? We can we can try. Yeah. We can try. Well, we've got to talk about science this week, so I thought what we could do is try to list all the things that we can think of that we think are science. Things that we think are science. Things that are science. Well, loads of things. Uh, Double science. That was a science, wasn't it? In school. Double science. Double science was... Triple science was a subject. mm, Okay. Um, Astronomy. Yeah. Science. Astrology. And um, astrophysics. Yeah. And Astro the dog. Well, the fuck's, who the fuck's Astro the dog? I don't know. I don't know. I just pulled that out. Was, was he in a cartoon? Probably. Okay. I don't know what that is. I don't. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of things starting with Astro. Yeah. I can imagine this being like the most boring part of the podcast, a list of things that are science. I mean, I suppose everything's science really, isn't it? You, you are. You're biology, aren't you? You're just a- I'm a mystery to science. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was a bad example. But you, do you know what, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe we shouldn't just do a list. Or could just say... Oh, physics! Physics, yeah. 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 Oh, and maths. Maths, yeah, yeah. French. French? Maybe. That's language, isn't it? I suppose... I've fallen into the list trap again. There's a science to everything, Matt. You and you have fallen into the list trap. Yeah. Lists. Lists. Science. uh, The science of lists. Yeah. This is where our podcast has come. This is where where nobody's listening apart from... Us. Nobody's list earning. Yeah. Technology is a science. It is, and, and technology um, moves on, ever ever onward. An upward trajectory of technology. Yeah, blasting there? off into the future. Yeah. Um, what, what's your point? Do you remember... Cons- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? Do you, do you know how nowadays when you listen to something... On a computer, or yeah. maybe on a phone. M- maybe, yeah. Do you remember in the olden days when you had to use a cassette? Yeah, yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was born in the eighties, Matt. That's yeah. a good point I just made, isn't it, about technology? What moving on? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose yeah. People don't listen to cassettes anymore. They don't have to put cassettes in the cassette players yeah, and exactly. press play. They exactly. can just use the phone or the computer now. Before that, it was just um, like a like a, a stone disc with a pelican on it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. I watched a documentary about that. And before that, you had to go and listen to Beethoven. Yeah. Well, now you can just or buy, you, buy or his you, albums. Or you would at least have to do that dial disc thing for him and then you could listen to Beethoven over the phone. Oh, yeah. 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 
but before telephones. I don't know why I just mimed picking up a phone. This is an audio-only <laughs> medium. It's all right, Matt. There's only us listening to this. That's fine. So it's fine. not even us, really. No, no, that's true. It's what a sad thought. Yeah. Not even we would listen to our own podcast. So, <clears throat> I said so with such confidence and then had nothing. <laughs> so, d- d- uh, yeah, I do remember cassette cassettes <laughs> end of section <laughs> yeah it's very likely i think that we won't have any experience to talk about science wise other than science lessons at school yeah it would, yes um i can see us falling back into that old trap still let's fall in it gracefully okay do you remember science lessons at school <laughs> yeah some of them like a few of them. I Do you remember Van de Graaff Generator? The band? Yeah, yeah, good prog rock. Mm-hmm. That, what's his name? Steve Generator. Steve Generator. <laughs> 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 um, but yes, I, I do um, remember science lessons that were split into um, three, the, three, the three sciences. Mm. Um, but, but biology, chemistry and, and physics. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> you forgot. Just just tell me you forgot if you have. Yeah. You do? Why was it called double science? I think that was just the, the, the award, the grade for the certificate, the GCSE All right, because you're, doubly, you're doubly good at science. Because you got two grades for it. It doesn't mean that yeah. you're doubly good. Because you're doubly good. Yeah, okay. My most memorable science lesson, uh, Matt, I presume you'll have had the same lesson too, if indeed you weren't in the same lesson that I was in, uh, was our chemistry teacher, um, who for the purposes of this podcast, we'll call Mr. Ince. Mr. Ince. Mr. Ince. Yeah. It's a good name though. Yeah, it is. Just make that up. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll call him Kenneth. Kenneth, Kenneth Ince. Ince. Yeah, but we'll call him Mr. Ince. Um, <laughs> yeah. He had this um, this lesson on, uh, on, on hydrogen where he'd squirt some hydrogen into a large test tube. I thought you were going to say you'd squirt some hydrogen into the eyes of a child. No, but that would be weird. Yeah. Please but continue. Anyway, so anyway, so we'd squirt some hydrogen into a test tube and then put, um, and then have a really long um, match, which would be, which he'd light, and then stick the match into the test tube and it would make this big popping sound. So good prove. those long matches, weren't they? They were, they were my favourite type of match. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, the point was he was trying to prove that hydrogen pops, makes a popping sound. Yeah. yeah. I can do it too. I'm like hydrogen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyway, in order for this to um, take place, he had to have this, I don't know if you remember, this massive, massive fucking perspex shield blocking the possible injuries from hydrogen popping from the rest of the class and made everyone wear these giant goggles. Okay, so it was like he was behind some kind of radiation screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was just making hydrogen pop. Yeah. yeah. What do you imagine he thought, like, the worst case scenario would have been there? Do you think he's, it, the whole thing was expected to go up in flames and he was risking his know. life did, day did, in, did, did, day maybe, maybe. Maybe he was, like, utterly petrified whenever he had to do that lesson. He didn't get everyone with the goggles on. The somber look on his face, thought, placing the screen. Th- thought, <laughs> thought, I hope this is the end of this time. <laughs> yeah, hopeful. Hopeful look in his face. This could be the one that this, takes me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mr. Ince. He used to love that popping hydrogen. Yeah, you, you also, <laughs> Do you think he did it in his spare time? Well, I think he did probably sat at home. He's probably doing it now. He's probably doing it now. Uh, if you're really retired now, I won't say so. Yeah, he's probably, probably listening to this. If you're listening, is. Mr. Ince, um, I hope you're enjoying yourself. 
And we're, we're sorry for being little shits. Yeah, uh, I'm not that sorry. You used to like making the room smell of purr drops as well. That's something else I remember you used to do. You used to like put some liquids together very varying Oh, so it wasn't solutions. just like Febreze? No, we didn't just spray the air with Febreze and go smell the purr drops. <laughs> no, we put, we put a couple of solutions together and, and the, re- the chemical reaction, I don't even know what they were, but the chemical reaction made the room smell of purr drops and, he, and he, that made him really happy. <laughs> Should just buy some pear drops. It seems to save a lot of admin. Yeah, but he's not he's not teaching us anything then, is he? If he says I've just nipped down to the shops and bought everyone some pear drops, <laughs> would anyone like one? That's just offering <laughs> pear drops out, isn't it? That's not like teaching science. I agree, but that would be wicked, though, wouldn't it? It it would. Maybe he could have combined the two and you know made the smell of pear drops and then gave us pear drops. Given the lesson, some kind of cyclical quality. Mm. The smell of pear drops to the pear drop. Yeah. Yeah. He's a deep thinker, Mr. Ince. He's, he's a good he invented man. That, he wrote that song, didn't he? Um, about uh, the elements. The elephant? The, ele- the element song. The element song. Yeah, that was like the periodic table, but to a theme tune, to yeah. a tune. Yeah, it was like hydrogen, helium, lithium, beryllium, boron, moron, yeah. water, and terillium. Oxygen. Hydrogen, uh, helium, beryllium, um, radioactive, um, uranium, beryllium, plutonium. I think beryllium was his favourite band. Yeah. I think I, I, my favourite band were uh, Pink Floydium. Yeah, mine uh, were um, the Arctic Monkeys. Um. <laughs> I feel like we're alienating everybody more so than usual. Yeah, including ourselves. <laughs> the periodic table song is a song that Mr. Ince wrote that Mr. Ince may well have written that he used to play to us every lesson was it every lesson? every well, yeah, lesson it's a bit like you know in American schools where they recite the Pledge of Allegiance at the start of every lesson mm. oh yeah yeah like they do yeah in Mr. Ince's chemistry lessons everyone stood up and recited the, um, the, the periodic table song. yeah in, in, in the element song yeah and he, had, yeah and he had like a little electric piano yeah, he was really good on that piano, wasn't he, yeah. Mr. Ince? He was in the wrong career, really. I can just imagine him now sat in his bedsit with his little <laughs> keyboard playing the periodic table. I imagine the... he's had to downsize to a stylophone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got a fucking stylophone. Ding, ding. He's playing the periodic table song. He's, the room smells of pear drops. And he's, in... he's clonking away with one hand and, and popping hydrogen with the other hand and, and, and weeping. What other science teachers did we have? It was Mr. Gully, the physics teacher. No, you, Matt, you have to use you have to use different names in the podcast. Oh, sorry, Mr. G. Ully. Okay, the physics teacher. Yeah, he was funny. He, he was a funny guy. Yes, he had a, he had a voice a bit like that. And uh, he was. Oh, God, ups- I thought Mr. Gully had walked into the room. Then I was just about to introduce. Oh, him. he did. Uh, all right, Mr. Gully. Introduce myself. It's, it's me. Strange thing for you to say, just saying he had a voice like this to introduce yourself. Bye. To be honest, if Mr. Gully did walk into your apartment right now, yeah, it'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> Mr. Gully was just some science teacher with a beard, by the way. If anyone cares, <laughs> there's just no a, story to this. He was just a fucking science teacher. And he, he was had obsessed a big beard. with eggs. He liked eggs. Yeah, he liked yeah, eggs. I mean, yeah. There's we, nothing to it. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing in this bit of the podcast. This is it. But if this, if he was just remembering a teacher, just remembering his describing teacher. him physically and saying he's <laughs> and fabricating an obsession that he had. Yeah, he taught science, man. Get get off our backs. Let's talk about more science. He liked he liked eggs, didn't he? Really, he really loved eggs. He really loved eggs. We asked him what what do you like to eat, Mister Gully? And he said, eggs. and he said, I, I like eating eggs. <laughs> and that became like I suppose the '90s slash early 2000s version of a meme. 
in, in <laughs> well, amongst within the group. Me and you. Yeah, if it was on Facebook, it, it, if Facebook was there, was around, yeah. it would have gone everywhere. It wouldn't. It wouldn't, no. No. Hmm. Eggs. But if Mr. Gully walked in now, it would be a bit strange, wouldn't it? How have you, how have you got in, Mr. Gully? What have you got a key to, why have you got a key to Matt's apartment? I think Mr. Gully would be a brilliant roommate. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah? You've only got one room. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they just crash on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> this, this fucking 70-year-old retired physics teacher. Yeah, he's a fu- <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're imagining all our ex-teachers falling on hard times and living in bedsits and all the floor of my flat. Yeah, yeah. you've got Mr. Ince in his bedsit, Mr. Gully living with you like some fucking weird sitcom. It wouldn't make a very good sitcom. I don't know. Could make could make you eggs every morning. <laughs> you think he lays them? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I seriously think that, Matt. Yeah, I seriously think that. <laughs> I also seriously think that nobody's listening to us anymore, Matt. No, nobody's listening to us. We are, we are making Mr. ourselves Ince. laugh. We are Mr. Ince on the xylophone. Yeah. This is, that is a metaphor for us. That's exactly what it is, isn't it? It's, oh, God, I wish I was dead. So, Matt. Cobbly. Yeah, that's me. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, we did that bit. We've, we've done that. Yeah, I don't want, yeah. don't want to get that into that again. Do you, you recall many, many, many moons ago? I was talking over over a decade of moons. Mm. Do you remember? That's at least twelve moons. It, many, many, many more, I mm. believe. But anyway, do you remember being? I think we were in Warwickshire down south. Um, it was in our uni days. Uh, we were visiting our friend Les down south. Warwickshire's only down south. Relatively speaking, well, everything's relative, Matt. That's, that's science. You know, that's that. Uh, that that is, is science. That's yeah. That's science. <clears throat> but anyway, that's not my point. We're digressing now. I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, we were uh, down south, relatively speaking, and uh, to see our friend Les, who's a he's all right. Friend of the show. He's a friend of the show. Yeah, I think he listens. He, pretend, he certainly pretends to. Yeah. Um, How do you pretend to listen to something? I suppose well, just, no, just, just put, put your hand to your ear and go, ooh. I'll just say, yeah, I listen to you boys all the time, which is what he says. So mm. I, I take him at his word. Yeah, I don't know. I don't trust him a lot, but I take him at his word on that. Anyway, I'm digressing again. Do you, do you remember when we went to see him um, relatively down south? And uh, we got, I was, I was so drunk and, and like so ridiculously drunk. And I think we were all like getting ready to go to sleep. We were like crashing on the sofa and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you remember me saying to you, or saying to, the, to everyone that, want, that wanted to hear me, you know, speckled hens, right? Do you remember me saying this? I yes. Said, you know, speckled hens? I yes. Said, if a speckled hen lived in a speckled world, yeah. would it still be a speckled hen? Right, and it yes. started like this, like this, this discussion on well, the, this, this theorem. Yeah, I, I, exactly, a theorem. And I think all good scientists, and I think you are a good an scientist. honorary scientist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, should have a theorem. And uh, yeah, I think that what was, you landed on there was what we've now come to know in common parlance as Cobley's theorem. Yeah, because if you know, if if a speckled hen lives in a speckled world, it it, it can't really be a speckled hen, can it? Because everything else is speckled. So. Why would you? Why would it be a speckled hen? Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, exactly. And it it posits a very vital question that we have to ask ourselves. Does it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> what question does it? Does it? Does the speckled it's hen? It's about speckled yeah. things. Yeah. Well, yeah. If it, if something is something in a world where everything is that thing, how can it be defined by that thing well, that exactly. you said that thing is? Yeah. That's, that was my. 
How's my drunken thoughts? That's very good. It's good, isn't it? Um, don't think anyone's thought of that before. There's a page for it on New Scientist, I think, you know, with yeah. um, various contributors trying to get to the bottom of it. But I don't think um, I don't think anyone ever will. No, probably not. Speckled things. In it, yeah, speckled hands, speckled world. It's not a speckled hand. It's just a hand. It's just a hand. Just a lay, laying laying eggs. Why, why speckled, call it a speckled hand? Why eggs? Well, you can't, can why? you? You can't. You can't. You, you can't. You, in a speckled world, the word speckled wouldn't even be Doesn't in the exist. vocabulary. No, it, no, because everything is 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 that. There could be some. This world that we live in now yeah. could be what, the one we live in right now. Yeah, this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not any of the other ones. Okay, this one. This, this not one. the speckled world we were no just one. talking about. Right, okay, this world could be a somethingy world, but there's no reason for us to call it a somethingy world because everything, because everything is somethingy. Is the something. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Have you put something fucking weird in my drink, Matt? <laughs> We're the most ambiguous conversation. I might, I might have put some poo in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't want to say spunk. <laughs> when my brother was eight, he tried a science experiment. Which brother? For the purpose of the podcast, call him... Uh, let's say Johnny. Johnny. Uh, he theorised that because when you put a tape in a VHS player, things come on the screen. Yeah, the, listen, Matt. There's kids out there that might not know what a VHS player is. You know, uh, you're not being okay. very thoughtful. Think of the kids, Matt. Think of the kids that listen to the, the the cast. Look, if there's anyone listening to this that doesn't know what a VHS player is, this podcast is not for you. Yeah, that's not really explaining what a VHS player is, Matt. That's just belittling people. Okay, so it's a kind of magic box. That's patronising people. Okay. It's a kind of science box. It's still patronising It's got people. all science in it, right? It's a box full of science, and it's got, like, a slot. And you put, like, um, a cassette, which is, like, a smaller science box. And you put that box of science inside the larger box of science. And then on what's called a television screen... Yeah, which is like a kind of rectangular science box with a screen on it. All right. Um, the science inside the box, the first box, <laughs> is communicated with by the box that you put inside the science box, and then an image is transmitted onto the science box, aka TV, and um, plays back, say, Jurassic Park. Okay, so yeah, so it's the, it's the thing that, that was there before DVD players. That's a better yeah. way of explaining. But then they're like little bricks that you put into the machine. Yeah. So yeah. my brother theorised that um, if you put something, anything into the science box, it might display there would be on something uh, corresponding that would come onto the television screen. Yeah, I remember, I remember this. Yeah, and then he, from the so day. what he decided to do is put put a banana in, <laughs> and it worked. It worked. Oh, he put he put a banana in a VHS player, and and it worked. Is that what you're trying to tell me now? It worked in so much as something did come on the screen. It was just <laughs> static. <laughs> I don't think... Well, I suppose that was to do with the banana in a way, but but also not static. But maybe there is static inside bananas. I mean, there's probably... Static on a television is background radiation from the Big Bang. We talked about this last week, Matt. Yeah, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> we did. But yeah, I suppose the bananas conduct some form of, of energy, don't they? Because they are existing, so they, they, therefore there must be yeah. energy. Something must have gone to the screen from that banana. Anyway, well, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm not sure whether the VHS player is the, is the correct medium to display what a banana is projecting. Do you know what I mean? I think you'd need a more specialised machine to do that. Yeah, well, we had to replace the VHS player in the end anyway. I'm not surprised if he'd mushed a banana into it. Did he get a right good smacking? Little no, job? I wrote a paper about it. I think it was published in... Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> science Weekly. Well, science, uh, science Weekly, yeah, I get that. I get that delivered every week. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every week. Every week. Yeah, I have for a, a little while now. <laughs> it tells me all about science. <laughs> every week. Yeah, but I'd, I must have missed the issue. I must have been on holiday, the, the issue that Johnny did his, uh, his little thesis on uh, bananas and VHS players. I think uh, concluding we're being disingenuous here then because we started this podcast telling people that's something we don't know about but you've now admitted that you get science, science weekly I know I know I'm, I'm sorry Matt you've never read it well I don't read it do I fair just enough collect it it's like people that collect coins they don't they don't read what's they on. don't they don't go and spend them they don't go and spend the coins do they that's true they collect them so science weekly is for reading I don't read it I just collect it Look, sometimes the covers look nice. Sometimes there's like a DNA helix on the front or, 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 a, or a, a big planet or like a, a bone. You know, someone's bone. Sometimes that's been on the cover of Science Weekly. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. Yeah, you better, yeah, you better not be. How much money do you think you've spent in total on Science Weekly? I don't know, I've been collecting it for many, many weeks. <laughs> I wouldn't like to say. Let's just say that um, my house used to have three bedrooms. It now has none. It's now just a science weekly storage cabinet. <laughs> we should stop for some ads. <clears throat> yes, I need a sip of uh, of your Pepsi Max. Cherry flavour. Cherry, fl- cherry flavour. This week's podcast is sponsored by Pepsi Max cherry flavour. Oh, no, it's not. Sorry. It Sorry. I wish it was. Yeah. Roll the ad. Papa. Papa. Yes, little Tinsbury. I don't understand how anyone could kill the one they love with a frying pan. Hmm, I knew I shouldn't have had that depressing news report on. Listen, dear son, some people just aren't like you and I. Some people have a heart of stone rather than a heart of honey and feathers. Like me and your mother, my beautiful wife, Prune. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you'll excuse me, I, I just need to nip outside. Oh, uh, no problem, darling. I'll, uh, I'll keep the seat warm for you. Jolly good, jolly good. I heard the report. I think they're on to you. I can keep you here for a while, but it won't be long before they suss what's going on. I love you. I love you too. And don't worry, I've got the perfect escape plan. Elope with me, darling. We can have cocktails on the beach and eat walls sausages. Speaking of which, would you like me to make you some? Oh, fantastic. Sausages. Sausages. Walls sausages. Sausages. So yeah, sponsored sponsored by um, Walls Walls Sausages. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're getting a bit weird those adverts. Yeah, they've been getting a little bit weird for a little bit, little while, haven't they? Not not to criticise the the, yeah, the, no, the sausages, the grand not sausages. Not to impugn the see um, Terry. I quality can see of I can see the Walls steam sausages. In his, I can see the steam in his ears. I don't know how he does that. It's weird. No, he's, he's, he's I think big, he's got a condition. He's just a big guy. I think all big, yeah. big 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 blokes do that. Either that or his hearing aids are on fire. <laughs> big muscly muscly man. Cubbly. Mm, yeah, yeah. What do you think the future will be like? What? 
mean what do I think the future will be like? Probably much the same as as it is now, but with more with more megapixels on my phone. Oh, don't start whinging well, like you did whinging. at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> oh, it's me? all the same. <laughs> you asked me a question and I'm answering it. Do you not think we might have like space cars and um, robots? Well, maybe eventually, yeah, but not in our lifetime. What? We're not going to be flying around in a space car in, in 10 years' time, Matt, with a bloody robot. Passenger. Oh, right, and you've written my life off in 10 years' time, have you? Is that it? No, I'm just, for, as a, for an example, in, in ten, 10 years. I'm not saying that's all you've got left. That'd be shit, TikTok. wouldn't it? It'd be good to have a clock that told you how long you had left till you died. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll be like a um, a bad a bad progression in science, I think, if, if they manage to invent one of them. Yeah. Would you buy one, though, if they were available? Um, I don't know, because on the, on, the, on the plus side, it might make me appreciate life a little bit more don't know what do you think I don't know you're you not might you do that. No. no 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 it may be it'd be worthwhile for someone else then I'll probably just sit and watch it <laughs> <laughs> you know just, just a, a bottle of whiskey <laughs> yeah. and a xylophone and maroon smell the pearl drops yeah and Mr. Ince lying dead by my feet because I had to find somewhere to live because my house is full of Science Weekly magazine <laughs> yeah it's all tying up nicely isn't it I reckon there might be robots, if you know, in answer to your, your point. I've been enjoying a lot of these phone and computer and whatever application things that respond to voice control and come oh, yeah. back with. Hmm? I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I, not in an aggressive way, like I said it just then. I, I was just like, you know, as a means gonna, to... You're just being conversationally supportive. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. I've always wondered when will it be that they start talking like what robots are supposed to talk like. Which is like this all the time. Affirmative. Well, I think. Sooner or later, someone's going to program one that does actually do that. Maybe they have. That would be wicked. Wouldn't, wouldn't know, would we, if someone had? Yeah, I, suppose, I mean, I've not done any research, who knows? And I'd have it, like, be a big metal thing with... Clunking around. Yeah, like, made out of a bin. Made out of a bin? Yeah, I think, like, a tin bin. Yeah. <laughs> Bit in there. That'd be a nice robot, wouldn't it? Yeah, would be great. I've I've lost enthusiasm with this conversational thread. With, with what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. I think best stick to the present. I mean, we all know. Or, in our case, live in the past. Yeah, well, that's all we've got, isn't it? We don't have a future, me and you. <laughs> There's only one thing waiting for us around the corner, Matt. A shallow grave. A shallow grave. I don't know what's wrong with me today, Matt. I think I'm, I think, I think I'm a bit more miserable than normal. Well, you know what? <laughs> I think I know what's going to cheer you up. What? Because it's time for the section we do every week. Every week we do this, uh, where we ask Cobbly oh. to bring to the table something from his own culture that is pertinent to this week's theme of the episode. So, welcome one, welcome all to it's Cobbly. No, 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 no. Cobbly. Where's the theme? Yes, well, uh, as you know, the, the jingle... Where's my jingle? Where's the, my jingle? The jingle for the section is about to to come come right up now. I mean, let me just let me just brandish some blades so that, you know, I can stab you if if you've fucked up again. Well, uh, you know what? Um, I've, I've really, I've really tried hard this week. I've... Um, Superficial stabs, I wouldn't, you know, kill you. Just little slits. Just little, so that, little just, slices. Little, just enough blood loss to make me pass out for yes, a bit. Yes, to make you think about what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, I've really I've really put effort into it this week. I've um I've actually hired some collaborators, some right. musicians. 
and okay. um, I've put together a whole new arrangement of it, and um, I've you know I've, I've I've really spent a long time on no this, kazoos, no kazoos, no, it's a hey. completely fresh, amazing uh, theme tune to Cobbly, and I think for once in your life you will be proud of me, Cobbly, because I've I've really really pushed the boat out. Put- well, you've kind of. You kind of got me hopeful now, Matt. This is an emotion that well, I don't, no, I mean, I don't really like. I, I, don't, I don't really like having. I, I don't want to big it up too much, but I think I think this is going to. Uh, I think this. I think this might just blow your mind. Play it. <laughs> Matt, what the flying hell was that? What what was it? What 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 was that noise? What was that? What was that noise? My ears, Matt. My ears. That was um, a very well doing? respected band of uh, Belgian throat singers. I had them flown in from Belgium. Yeah, that's right, from Belgium. <laughs> right. And um, I I gave them the, uh, the the music that I wrote for for it. Um, you know the notes. I gave them the notes, and uh, they. Uh, they read the notes and they sang them and uh Belgian throat singers like, yeah I, I, can't, I can't even really get mad at you Matt <laughs> it's, I mean it's, it's kind of you know it's 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 the, it just it, it just sounds like really awful spent you know? a lot of money on um, flights and stuff to get them over how many of them were there how many singers 57 57 yeah Matt that's not what I'm like that's Heinz. not what I wanted I just wanted like a nice jingle you know like the, the theme tune to the podcast right I don't need some some Weird noises. It's world music, Cobbly. I'm like sure. It, I'm music. sure it is, but that's not like, like that's, what's like something Peter Gabriel might do. <laughs> yeah. That's not my vision, Matt. That's not my, Belgian throat singing. You know, it's it's a niche thing, isn't it? Because I've never heard of it. But see, I, I can't be mad. I can't be mad because you've tried. Right. But please, for fuck's sake, just just you know, do 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 a nice jingle with different instruments. No throat singers. You singing a. No kazoos, mm. different instruments, lovely, lovely jingle. But you're on, you're on the right track. But can I have like one Belgian throat? No, no, none, none, no Belgian throat singers. Tell them thanks, right. but but it's all right now. All right then. Do you think you can? Do you think you can do that for me? Yeah, I'll just, you know, I'll give it a go. All right. Well, they'll have lost enthusiasm for the Cobbler's culture section. Oh, I don't know. Talk about Albert Einstein or something. Albert Einstein. He was German. Well, yeah, yeah, he was, wasn't he? I'll do. There we go. End of section. Well, that's just built. That's just. That's just. You're just making my sections into a joke now, aren't you? Cobbly. Yes, my my dear, dearest and oldest friend. You know, um, star constellations. What do I know them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I'm aware of. I'm aware of them. I know some of them. Yeah. Yeah. How do they get the stars to be like in like the position of like say a lion? <laughs> What do you mean, how do they? Where are we going with this How do they do that? How do they get it? They? Who's they? What, the scientists? Yeah, I think (laughs) they're the scientists. I reckon. Um, (laughs) Like scorpions and stuff. How did did they manage that? I think it's more like, you know... There's there's one, right? And it's like a boat with a sword and he's got a belt. 
I think his name's Oren, Onion or something. Onion, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that's amazing, isn't it? Well, well, no, no, not really. I think it's probably the other way around. I think it's probably people have looked at them, you know, in the past, you know, wow. like the ancient Greeks and stuff like that. And, Was it the ancient Greeks what did it? Probably, yeah. Like Galileo and his uh, and his mates. I think it's the case of astronomers looking into the sky and saying, "Ah, that looks a bit like a like a crab." That if you join the dots, so it can be called Krabby, right? Krabby the constellation. That's amazing, though, isn't it? What naming groups of stars after con- yeah. after things. I mean, what are the chances to be in that shape? Well, I mean, the thing is, Matt, they're not really in that shape, are they? Like, Orion. Yeah. He doesn't really look like a bloke with a sword, does he? It's not like an intricate... Yeah, but you, if you join it, it does. It do- Well, it doesn't, does it? Yeah, it does. I've seen it on a picture. No, no, you, you've probably just seen an, an artist's interpretation, dr- draw, just someone drawing a man over some stars. Oh, so someone's just drawn all over it. That's probably the... I don't know. I've not... I, I can't... I can't tell what you've seen, but I'm just <laughs> assuming that it might be that. Right, so if I sort of drew over the stars in a different way, so it was like a jar of jam. Well, if you drew a jar of jam over some stars? Yeah, if I just drew that, yeah. Yeah. With with crayon. And then... Mm, yeah, whatever, with whatever. And then I told... And then I went to, I don't know, science high command. Well, you'd have to tell the scientists, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so right, you know, okay... And I'd go, yeah, I could, so I could actually do that and I could come knocking on their door and say, right, you lot, I've looked at your constellations and I've found them wanting. I have come up with a jar of jam. (laughs) (laughs) You should put that in instead of, um, what was that one you said? Well, so you want to replace a constellation with a jar of jam. Is that what you're trying trying to tell me? I, don't, I think they probably say, no, we'll stick to Orion. Yeah, but what's what's to say my one isn't better? Well, it might be better, but you'd have to get everyone to agree. And yeah, I reckon of... they would agree once they've seen my picture. Do you reckon? Yeah. Well, give it a, give it a try, Matt. I, I'm not going to stop you. Are you not? No. <laughs> no, no, I, I won't stand in your way of, of you walking to Science HQ and, and, and declaring a new constellation a jar of jam. Has it got a name or is it just a jar of jam? Yeah, I think it's just a jar. Is it, jar. Is it? Yeah, okay. Don't 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 let me stop you, mate. Well, thanks, couple. It means a lot. I think we're friends again now. I think we might be. Yeah, might be a little bit. And speaking of being friends, I think as I'm such a good friend of you, best friends forever and always, I should uh, introduce you to my favourite science program, which is of course Star Trek. Oh no, 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 no I'm not no. Star Trek. It's like you a track through the stars. We're not doing this on on, on the podcast, Matt. I don't, oh I don't. come on, it's wicked. Don't sell. Don't try and sell Star Trek to me on a podcast or or, or ever in in any environment. It's got a bloke with ears in it. And I'm yeah, I know that. Some some of the original series from the sixties is interesting to watch. Full stop. That's for me anyway. You're going to say you like brought a DVD box set now and we'll have to sit and watch it. Yeah, it's good. No. Sometimes there's a blob in space and you have to shoot it. <laughs> you know, yeah, see, see, you can't sell it, to, sell it to me. Like, no matter how good you are at explaining how Star Trek is, no one could ever really sell sell it to me. Patrick Stewart from X-Men is in it. Yeah, I know that, but I don't want to watch him over and over again every episode. Worf's in it. Who? Worf. I don't know who that is. It's Klingon. I know what you know, I know what they are, but I don't, they're the baddies. But he's a goodie in one of them. In one of the episodes, yeah. The Klingons are the baddies, right? Yeah. But and in, in, in well, Star trying to kill, Trek, the next kill humanity, the, a baddie is a goodie. 
Wow. Wow. They've not, never done that before. So that's good, isn't it? So that and that's it. So I should watch Star Trek because yeah, I think so. A Klingon is a good guy in the, in the next generation. Yeah, he's still not still not there, Matt. I'd still rather be watching that clock. You know, the clock ticking down. It would be it would be good watching that clock. Watching it go down. Watching the seconds. And the ships go really fast, like faster than the speed of light, faster than Concord. Well, yeah, well, yeah, because it's science fiction, isn't it? So yeah, it would go faster than Concord. Remember Concord. I do remember Concorde. It's good, isn't it? It's like a funny-shaped plane, wasn't it, from the 80s yeah. or whatever? How come you can't make planes that go faster than the speed of light anymore? What do you mean, what do you mean anymore? Because, like, Concorde, you know. What, Concorde didn't go as fast or faster than the speed of light. Yeah, that was the main thing about it, is this? No, no, the main thing about it was... Remember it was, the posters? Concorde, faster than the speed of light. I, know, I think you're getting mixed up with Star Trek. Concorde... It travels at what? I think what? It, went, it went faster than, like, a... Your, your, your standard what they call jumbo planes I don't fucking know jumbo planes uh, yeah that, that's yeah. a celebrity isn't it, it yeah yeah it's just um, got, it's so used yeah I mean, I mean the general concept of Concorde was it was it would fly faster than your standard aeroplane but it, it, it didn't it didn't I don't think it was quite the speed of light Matt what do you mean it wasn't quite the speed of light? I mean, what I'm trying to say is it was a long way off the speed of light. What, so according to you, Concorde goes at what? A, 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 I mean, I, I don't, don't, I don't know. I don't know how fast. Like I don't know. 58 miles an hour? I don't know. 58 what are you going on about? What are you going on about, Matt? I don't know exactly how fast it was, but that was the uh, that was like the selling point of it, though, wasn't it? No. No, no. Right, so, okay. So are you telling me that the selling point of Concorde wasn't that it goes faster than the speed of light. I'm, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you that, it, that the selling point... I, I'm, I'm telling you now that if Concorde went faster than the speed of light, it'd probably still be going now. It'd still be a thing. People would still want to travel faster than the speed of light well, to get it goes to so fast, really quick. it wouldn't stop. What? Is that why it'd still be going? Because it goes... To, no, 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 no. Faster. No, I mean, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been grounded. Stop. Concorde wouldn't have been grounded. I still think you're wrong. I know that I'm right. Well, you know what, I'm... I'm willing to bet you that it that that's exactly what it is because you Matt. seem to be being very stubborn about something that's very obviously the case. Matt, we're not doing this again. <laughs> Last week you gave me three hundred and twenty pounds. Yeah, Matt, well, that's a lot of money to take out a loan. It's all right. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like starting to feel a bit bad, so I I don't know if I want to bet you over something so stupid. It's all right though, because I think how willing are you to bet this? Because I'm sort of. I think you're going to make a bit of an idiot of yourself. Double or quits? <laughs> Seriously, you're going to double it. £640 says that but, Concorde but I'm just obviously doesn't right. travel faster than the speed of light. <laughs> what do you mean I'm ob- you're obviously right? I'm obviously... That, everyone knows that about Everyone Concorde. doesn't know that, Matt. Only you think you know that about, about that. <laughs> you're an idiot. All right, then. All right. Look it up. On 600 and what? £640. Pound. Yeah. Okay, Shake right. on it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you an idiot. No, you're, no, no, you're a fool. Idiot. All, all I need to do is... This isn't get... small change anymore, Matt. This right, you know change. what, I'm going to get like the poster of Concord up on Google Images. All right. I'm going to make a fool out of you and Yum. We'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. find it. TikTok, your fucking death clock's going down. Concord post. Hold on, in fact... What was it like, the 1980s? 1980. Oh, Image search. There we go. Read and weep. Concord, faster than the speed. Oh. S- sound. Sound. That's right. Over twice the speed it's of sound. It's the same, though, isn't it? It's the same. Splitting hairs. It's the sound and light. It's the same. Yeah, I think, I think, 
I think light might travel a little bit faster than sound. Why are your ears bigger than your eyes then? And now, my friend, with my newfound uh, wealth, I must bid thee farewell. Because it's time for me to leave and go home. Back to, back I still to the real you're, world. You just, I think you're taking the piss a bit by saying it's it's the same thing. Speed What's of light, speed light and sound are the same thing. Yeah. Light, like, you're trying to tell me that light and sound are the same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, though. It's like, it's so... So you can hear that lamp there. Can you now? You're having some kind of weird crisis of the brain. You can't, you can't hear that lamp. Can't. Well, you might be able to get close enough, but that's because it's, it might be producing a sound. What I'm saying is that the light, you can't hear light, can you? Just fell over. Fell <laughs> <laughs> over. Trying, trying to hear the light. <laughs> anyway, it's, t- it's, t- it's time for me to go now. Should we, should we wrap these things up? Should we wrap up? If you, if, you, if, you like, if you like, dear listener, you can go to our website, which is www.mattandcobbly. That's cobbly, C-O-B-L-E-Y. Matt, how you'd spell like a fucking doormat. With, with two T's. But with though. two T's. Yeah. yeah, but with two T's. And not an ampersand, A-N-D. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Um, and you can send us a letter, if you like, for us to read out in the next yeah. couple of episodes in the, in the last episode of the series. Thanks very much for all the letters we've been getting, mostly about you. And what your dreams might be. Well, we have to keep deleting those, don't we? Yeah. Fucking morons that keep sending those. Not that, not that I'm insulting all of our listener group, just a vast proportion of it. There's one guy that keeps writing letters into us that just keeps calling Cobbly a bellend. I think you should carry on. <laughs> I'm going to find out who that is. I'm going to find out who that is. And then, then he's going to know who a bellend is. <laughs> See you next week! I'm going like, to point to the one on his head and go, that's a bell end. Because he's, he's a dickhead. See you next week. Oh, next week. Before before we go. Next week. We always forget to do this. Um, yeah, next week. The theme of next week's episode. The theme episode. of next week. It doesn't have a theme, Matt. No theme. Su- it's a surprise to you, isn't it? It doesn't have a theme. No theme. It's just going to be cuttings. Yeah. Oh, like oh, some oh. gardening and stuff. No. You'll find out next week. All right, I'm not going to go into detail now. But Cuttings. Cuttings. Yeah, you'll see next week. It's because it's cutting edge. It is, well, it is cutting edge, but it's for a different reason. Multiple meanings. Send us a letter. Don't send us a lettuce. Don't fucking send us a lettuce. That's right. I know I know you'd like to laugh and make that your catchphrase. S- send lettuces and call Cobbly a bellin. Professor Lamplicht. Precisely on time again, I see. I find it very difficult to tolerate people that are early, just as I am revolted by those that are late, Professor Wurst. I'm very grateful for you coming at this late hour, Professor Lamplicht. I have things to discuss, things that I could not say on the telephone. Please. Sit down, Jägermeister. Ah, danke schön, Professor Wurst. <laughs> Hospitable as ever. Now, was is it you would like to discuss with me? As you know, 
I've been working on the experiment for the past seven years. Progress over the first six of those years. Not so good. But since you, Professor Lamplicht, joined the Institute, my work has quickly accelerated. I'm aware of my contributions to the experiment, Wurst, but what did you wish to discuss? Voles. Voles? In the early days, our experiments were purely theoretical. We would take voles from the woodlands, and we would attach diodes upon their tiny vole temples. Mm-hmm. We would show them pictures of outside voles, pictures of different ducks, and we would show them pictures of the experimenter himself. All the time, whilst showing them the pictures, we would administer pain. We would monitor the voles' brain waves and their fluctuations under the influence of pain. Mm. It wasn't long before the levels of pain had been increased, increased far beyond the tolerance levels of the humble vole, pushed to an as yet undiscovered level of pain, far beyond death itself. It It was at this point, at this level of Pain that we first observed the change. I did not think we could move beyond such a small and primitive creature as the vole. But with your collaboration, Herr Lamplicht, we have done just this. We have induced untold levels of pain upon far greater things. The dolphin, the badger, and even the noble walrus. I can't even begin to express my gratitude for your work, for all you have done, your magnificent mind. Well? I drive all these miles for you to thank me? You're telling me nothing that I don't already know. Nothing at all. You're wasting my time, Sherbert Vorst. I'm leaving. Good day to you. No, Professor Lamplicht. Wait, please. I implore you, fate! I'm... I'm ready! I'm ready for... the next phase. That's... the reason I called you here. The next phase? The next phase? Worst we are years from that kind of breakthrough. Are we? Don't toy with me, man. For a long time now, you and I have mused upon the idea of adapting the experiment. Changing it in such a way that the pain might be delivered to a human subject until they change. But the calculations alone would take years. I have done the calculations. I must see. Hands me the papers, hands me the papers. Last night, I had the most horrible nightmare. Demons whispering to my ear, tearing off my skin as they danced in fire. I awoke. And it came to me, exactly as the demon in my dream had told me. This is, uh, magnificent. Magnificent, man. All that remains is to secure our human subject. But who would be crazy enough to go through with such a thing? We we couldn't just kidnap someone. The, The authorities would be alerted. We live in a time where the advances of science are stifled by ignorant governments that are more concerned about the lives of the worthless than the progress of intellect. I fear our plans may not progress past these remarkable calculations, Vost. What we need 
is some kind of idiot. What is that noise? The door! But but I haven't invited anyone! Who could be coming here at this time? Have you been seeing Nurse Gretel again? Nein, nein, relax! I shall get rid of them! Hello, is this science headquarters? It is, but we are not accepting visitors at this time. Please, be on your way. Oh, but wait, I've got something important to tell you. It's about the star constellations. I'm afraid you'll have to come back another day. Please leave. No, no, but wait, it's important. It's a star. I had a talk about it with my friend Cop. Wait, Professor Voss, don't be so rude to our guest. Please, little boy, come in. Come in and take a seat. Ah, yes, yes. C- come in. The constellations, yes, very fascinating. Please do go on. I am Professor Sherbert Vorst, and this is my esteemed colleague, Professor Heinz Lamplicht. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm Matt Corner from Matt and Cobley's podcast. We've been doing some science on our show, and I have made an amazing discovery about the stars. Interesting, interesting. Sit down in that chair. Thanks. Now tell me all about the constellations. First, get the equipment ready. Do it now. Yes, 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 yes. Huh? Ah, don't worry yourself, little boy. The professor just needs to use the lavatory. Now, you were saying... Yes, well, we were doing a show about science. And during one of our conversations, we discovered something about the star constellations in the sky. Did you know you can just make them up? You can take the stars and you can make your own pictures out of it. Oh, what are these uh, restraint things? Ah, don't worry, little boys. They're just comfort bracelets for your comfort. Do continue. Comfort bracelets. Very luxurious. So I've invented a new constellation. I've got it on this piece of paper, actually. It's a jam jar. You see that bit at the top? That's the lid. This bit at the side, that's the little picture of the little boy that goes I've the returned from uh, feeding the dog. Shut up, you fool. Huh? Uh, <laughs> that is just uh, German slang for going for a, um, <laughs> what do you say, piss. Y- y- yes, yes. Uh, I-, I fed that dog with, um, with my piss. And what's all that scientific apparatus? Ah, don't worry yourself about that. We're more interested in what you have to say. Professor Vorst, (laughs) this little boy was uh, telling me about his desire to name a new star constellation after his most favorite jam jar. What a wonderful idea. Hold still, please. Oh, sorry. Well, I've got other ideas about constellations as well, you know. I I just think I should start with the... With the jam jar, I should start with that. Fascinating. I can't wait to hear all of your ideas. Now... We're going to show you a picture of a vol. What do you fear? Well, I don't fear- OW! <laughs> I think this experiment is going to go very well, Professor Voss. <laughs> very well indeed.
Spot 